When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. <laughs> what? I thought you had fallen down. No. <laughs> no. Our, I look up and all I saw was the top of your our head. headphone thing, and here's a piece uh, of trash. Yeah. It's just total junk. Right. And so, in order for my microphone to work, because mm-hmm. it goes through the headphone thing, I guess this is inside baseball. Right. But it, in, order for, in order for my microphone to work, because it goes through the head, I have to unplug. Otherwise, you can't hear me. Right. I go on the radio, and the the music is so loud that I'm like, you can't hear me. So I have to unplug and plug everything back in every morning before I get started around here. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't done it yet. Oops. Well, that's <laughs> the biggest load of crap I've ever dealt with in my life. What? Well, I, I wasn't sure whether it was going to be Don or Jump. myself that was going to have to come over there and give you mouth to mouth. And I was, uh, you know, right. I mean, I, I thought you had fallen over. That would have been you, pal. Uh, <laughs> It's all good. Yeah. It's all, you guys are plenty loud. I can hear you guys all day long. Right. Uh, so good morning to you. How's it going? All right. All right. Is it Friday? Well, for you. You darn right yeah. it is. <laughs> you, got your, you got your Friday outfit on, I see. Yes, sir. It's going to be Friday for a whole week. Now I'm going to be uh, hanging out to house. You know, I got the grandbabies coming over. I got the, I got the uh, grandmama coming over. And mm-hmm. so we're just all going to do a family thing for a week and just step back. From everything that's been going on in the news. And there's plenty that's been going on in the news. We've got inflation that we need to talk about today because on average, the average American family is $3,400 poorer thanks to Joe Biden Democrat inflation. We also have a story. You're going to love this one, Captain Don Morgan, this story. Um, Something that I've been talking about these... um, these weirdo wacko greenies that go around the world and do all kinds of crap, you know, disrupting our lives. And one of the things that they did a couple of days ago was they <laughs> they chained themselves together uh, on the road of of the uh, Tour de France and, uh, because <laughs> they're upset about uh, global warming and climate change. And so here we are. We're going to block the Tour de France. Um, you do understand, don't you, you nut jobs, that the Tour de France is done on what? On what? On bikes. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> go around you real quick or over you. Well, the point is on bikes. Yeah. <laughs> Bicycles. I mean, if you're upset, uh, chain yourself. Here's what I want the next. Here's here's what I want these climate activists to do. Chain yourselves together on the front straightaway at the Indianapolis 500. Do that. Hey, I got you one better. Ah. Chain yourselves together on 35 right out yeah, here. There you go. Any given day at any given time. Right? How about right now? And wear dark clothing while you're doing it. <laughs> wear, wear black, put a black mask on, and go pretend you're with BLM. And go stand in the middle of Heights 35 right now. I like that idea. Uh, or go to a tractor pull and stand in front of the tractor. A monster jam. <laughs> Stand in front of the monster truck. A tractor pull. But a bicycle rally? You're yeah. going to stand. You're you're complaining about global warming and CO2 emissions at a bicycle race. Do you understand? Oh, God. Well, I mean, I, I guess, guess I'm they... the only one that gets the irony of this. Yeah. Well, am, no, I the only, it... am I the only one that picks up on the irony of how dumb this is? Kind of. But, yeah. you know, it, it's, I guess if they wanted a big audience, they've got one. You know, all eyes are on that race. Yeah. <sighs> And then that, and then they have this one group. It, it goes around and they uh, deflate tires on SUVs because, because not because SUVs are putting bad stuff and pollutants into the air. No, because only rich people can afford SUVs. That's why this whole thing is Marxism and has. That's why this whole thing is Marxism. It has nothing to do with climate change or whatever. Because SUVs. Only rich people afford SUVs, and so we can't afford SUVs, so we're letting the air out of the SUV tires. But we're also, and and again, I guess I'm going to be the only one who gets the irony of this, we're, we're also letting the air out of the tires of electric vehicles, like a Tesla, mm-hmm. and they're concerned about the climate, 
and climate change right. and emissions from vehicles. So we're going to let the air out of the tires of electric vehicles as well so they won't be tootling around letting bad emissions into the air. Mm-hmm. So, How do they get to these places they want to uh, create all this, this happening? <laughs> Jet airplanes. Yeah, see, <laughs> that concern, stay home. Uh, yeah. Jet yeah. airplanes, uh, cars, mm-hmm. you know, buses, mm-hmm. trucks, yeah. you know, 18-wheelers, you know, whatever they got to do to get there. That, yeah, for sure. That's exactly right. I mean, you know, they're not walking all the way to uh, Berlin from here. So certainly there's some mode of, mode of transportation along the way. So. You know, here, here's the thing that most people in this, in this group don't understand. No matter what mode of there's transportation. There's a lot of things they don't understand. No matter what mode of transportation you choose, uh-huh. it leaves a carbon footprint of some <laughs> kind. You know? So just stay home. You, know? <laughs> you, you put on a pair of shoes. You know, what are they made of? Right. You know, petroleum products. That's my point. Even if you stay home, you're leaving a carbon yeah, footprint. Exactly. No matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, mm-hmm. if you just if you were to say, I'm going to go lay in the forest under leaves and that's it, you're still going to leave a carbon footprint. Because guess what? You're carbon. That's what you are. And that's what I is. And that's why we came up with carbon 16 and carbon 14 dating and all that. You know, it's just... All it is is Marxism. Everybody's got to be Poe. That's all it is. We, we've got to make everybody Poe. Everybody needs to live the Poe life. You're going to have the rich people, and you're going to have the Poe people. That's all it is. That's it. It's well, Marxism. I don't know about you, but I've been really poor before. I didn't like it. Yeah, I've been. I've been <laughs> it wasn't fun for me. I've been extremely poor before yeah, and didn't it, like it at all. It was not a good time. Uh, <laughs> you know, when, when, I, when we first got married. Uh, yeah. We would have been considered under poverty, right? And uh, no, it wasn't fun at all. But you know what I did? I I went my ass to work, is what right. I did, and I came into this place. How much do you need me, and what do you need me to do? I picked up trash right out there, right behind where I'm sitting. I picked mm-hmm. up trash so I'd have something to do here, uh, so that I wouldn't have to be po sitting at home. And that I remember the first um, my first month here. Um, I probably, in the entire month, the entire month, I probably got eight to ten hours of sleep. rest of the time I was here working. Yeah. I was doing promotions. I was on the air. I was doing, uh, helping the engineer, uh, do, you know, do whatever needed to be done so I could rack up the hours so I could take food home to Nancy. We'd just gotten married. And, yeah, so that's how it works. That's what you do. You go to work, and you make a living. You make a way. You did it. Don mm-hmm. did it. Elaine did it. Everybody did it. I guess Harry did it. Hey, Harry, good morning. Harry, good morning. Hey, what's going on? Not much, Harry. What's going on with you? What's on your mind? I got some good news and some good news that Rob Zombie is remaking the monsters. So everybody should be shiny, happy people. We we are. We're very happy about that. I can't I can't wait for it to come out. When is it gonna come out, Harry? September twenty second. September twenty second. Okay, and uh, I, got the, I watched the uh, the trailer on it on the, some web channel called The Rap. What's going on? And it it is awesome as awesome as can be. On? All right, Harry. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. When was the last one, by the way? I don't know. I don't even know the last one. It was it was years ago though, wasn't it, Don? It was years ago. The remake of the Munsters? Yeah. I, I don't remember. I thought it was the Adams Family that they remade. Oh, okay. So they're doing the Munster. Yeah. That's right. They did the Adams Family. Okay. Right. Very good. I, I, I liked, Look, I was a Munster guy anyway over the Adams Family. I thought yeah. uh, Fred Gwynn was awesome. Yeah. And uh, the, anyway, it was a good show. I liked it. Liked it a lot. You going to check out the new Rob Zombie remake? Of course. Okay. I'm such a zombie fan. Yeah. He's, he's the man, right? <laughs> he's if, a lot of fun. If he's you, an excellent party guest. That's right. Yeah. If you like the occult and some really weird crap, yeah. you bring in, uh, what's the other guy's name? That uh, King... Uh, King Diamond. King Diamond. Yeah. Bring in King Diamond and, and Rob Zombie for the weekend. He's, right. You don't know what's going to happen. Sure. <laughs> Sit around the campfire and... <laughs> In Share the living thoughts, room, yeah. the campfire in the living room. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of fires, it's going to be hot, sunny, and hot. We got a slight chance of rain. Go tell you more about that. And we're going to dive off into these inflation numbers a little bit that came out. And we are going to revisit the Uvalde video. Okay. And one of the reasons I want to do that is uh, is moving forward. You know, now a uh, now what? 
Now we know that these guys screwed up really bad. Now we know that Uvalde was and is being used to take your gun rights away, to limit your gun rights. Now we know all of that. All of that is a fact. All of that is true. We know that uh, the police didn't do what they should have done, that the police hid out around the corner to preserve their own lives. They put their own lives ahead of the lives of those children in the school. So now what? What does all this mean? What do you think should happen going forward? The Congress and the the guy who headed this up, John Cornyn from here in Texas, already took away some of your gun rights based on this. Already did it. They've already passed it. The president has signed it. They've already taken more of your gun rights away. Where do we go from here after we have seen what we have seen on this horrific video? And I trust that by now you've had a chance to at least see the condensed version. Maybe you haven't seen the entire 77 minutes, but at least you've seen the condensed version. Well, so now what happens next? What should happen next in your view? I've been saying for years now that the schools need to be hardened, that people need to be armed inside of those schools. We need to advertise that. Just like we advertise it anywhere else, you know it when you walk into a bank that there's somebody in there or some bodies in there who are armed. You know that you're not just going to walk in there and uh, and not face somebody who's going to stop you. And the same thing is true if you go to the Popo station. You're not going to go to the Popo station and, sh- and shoot up to Popo because you're not going to make it out. And they know that. The, the gunners know that. The bad guys know that. So going forward, now we know what we know. We have already lost some of our gun rights. You want to lose more? You want them to take away the, there's a big push now to take away AR-15s. There's a big push now to put you through federal gun courses. There's a big push now to make you lock your gun up in a certain way prescribed by the federal government. There's a big push now to get you a license. You have to get a license to even buy a gun. These are all things in the next step to total gun confiscation. Should we continue on that road? Are we going to make a stand? Just what happens now after Uvalde? What is the way forward? What should happen? How should we prevent this from happening again? We now know what happened. Crazy dude got a gun and went into the school and killed children, and the police did nothing. The police did nothing. And, of course, politicians take your gun rights away when the police did nothing. When a bad guy kills people, police take your gun rights away because obviously you're guilty of it. You caused it in some, some shape, form, or fashion. So just where do we go from here and what should happen? 210-599-5555. Trey Ware, KTSA. <laughs> All right, so it's 525 now, 550 KTSA, FM 1071, Trey Ware page, KTSA.com, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. So American workers have lost about $3,400 in annual wages due to Joe Biden and the Democrat Party and their um, policies that they have put into place that have brought about the worst inflation that we have had in over 40 years. The numbers came out yesterday, and the numbers show that inflation is at a 40-year high, 9.1%. And that liar that's on ABC in the middle of the night said the economy grew at 9.1%. The economy did not grow at 9.1%. Inflation grew at 9.1%. He's a liar on ABC the middle of the night. I listen to him when I drive in. His lead story, once again, as it is every night, he's got a fetish about January 6th. I'm talking about that Richard Cantu guy. And he lied again last night on the way, or this morning on the way in. I was listening, and he's telling us, well, the economy grew at 9.1%. There's a big difference between the economy growing and inflation growing. Inflation costs you money. It's at a 40-year high. Family with two working parents have lost $6,800 in annual wages. It's crushing consumers. It's crushing the middle class, of course, because the more you pay for everyday goods and services, the less you bring home, the less money you have. 
Inflation going up at a 9.1% in June, according to the Department of Labor, the, the highest rate since 1981. When Biden assumed office, inflation was at 1.4%. Now it's at 9.1%. Economists had expected the CPI, the Consumer Price Index, to rise at an annual rate of 8.8%. That's up from 8.6% in May. They expected a month-over-month increase of 1.1%, but it just blew out the doors. Inflation has American families uh, uh, hit them hard by uh, raising prices for everyday necessities. Food, gasoline, housing, transportation, utilities. Huge increases in the price of gasoline in June. At an all-time high several times during the month. Uh, starting to uh, sap household and businesses spending on other items. According to, to Moody's and their analysis, uh, Joe Biden of the Democrats' 40-year high inflation will cost American households an average extra $5,520 in 2022. That's $460 a month that it's now costing you. Now, polling is showing 74% of respondents said Biden's soaring gas prices are extremely very important. And when we come back from the break in just a couple of minutes, we'll get into what some of these prices are and what you're paying now for everyday goods and services. Coming right back and taking your calls as well. Trey Ware, KTSA. Yeah. There's uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan for you. Uh, 536, 550 KTSA, FM 1071, the Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. Okay, so where do we go from here with Uvalde? Where do we go here with the schools? Where do we go from here? Where where does all this need to go now that you have the info, now that we've all seen the video, now that we know what happened, the cops ran and hid for over an hour. Oh, I know they're upset that the video came out. They've been trying to hide all this, and now we know why they've been trying to hide it, right? They didn't want this to come out, and now we know why they didn't want this to come out, because the cops went and hid. So, now what? Is that it? This was just, I mean, I, I guess, was the release of the video just for our entertainment and so we could blow up for one day and talk about it? Or do we now say, this is what needs to happen going forward? As I've said from the very beginning, hardening the schools. You have to harden the schools and you have to arm the teachers or arm the people that that can be armed in the schools. And then you have to say to the bad guys, if you come here, we'll kill you. Just like they're doing in Florida. They're doing that. The sheriff's department in, in several counties in Florida are telling people, if you go to our schools and you try to kill kids, we're going to kill you. You're going to die. And you know what? They have cut back on it. And so um, what do we do here? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. You've seen the video. You saw the retreat from the police. It cost you some of your gun rights, thanks to John Cornyn and the, and the, uh, and the Democrats who are the biggest threat to our country, obviously taking your gun rights away from you bit by bit. Keep chipping on the rock, John. Chip on the rock some more. Just chip, 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 chip. And pretty soon the rock is a little pea-sized pebble and you don't have gun rights anymore. And that's exactly what they did in the wake of this. Because clearly you were in that school, right? You were wearing the black and you were killing those children, so you should lose your gun rights, right? That's how it works. Clearly, you were in that school as a peace officer, and you ran and hid around the corner while the children were being shot and killed, so you should lose your gun rights, right? That's how it works in America. We, 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 in America, uh, under people like John Cornyn and, and of course, uh, uh, Joe Biden and the, and the Democrats, when, you, um, uh, when, when, there's a, when, when somebody breaks the law, the innocent get to pay for it. That's the new America, by the way. That is the new America. When I tell you that the uh, the Democrats and and Joe Biden's Democrats are the biggest threat to our nation, and they are clearly, they really are the biggest threat that we have to the United States. You you see that clearly now. They have unleashed the hell of crime across America, where a man working in a bodega is attacked, he defends himself, the guy dies, and now the victim of the crime is charged with murder. In a country where the Democrats lock up police officers for doing their job, lock them up, it has happened, or allow police officers to be sued. In a country where DAs that were put into place by George Soros and Joe Biden, they let out the bad guys and they lock up the good guys and they take away the good guys' rights when the bad guys do bad things. 
that's the America that they have us living in. They are also bringing us crushing inflation. And, folks, it's done on purpose. The inflation is not a mistake. The inflation is not a happenstance. And a friend of mine just posted this on Facebook, and she got it right. She said, now, what this means to you, to the average American, is you get about half of what you make. Your money is worth about half of what you make. So, as she put it, if you make 100000 you actually have fifty. If you make fifty, you have 25 That's basically what we're facing right now. Inflation steals from you. It reduces your wealth. It, it pushes you further into poverty. And I've been telling you for years now, the Democrats, and, and because they are neo-Marxist, they create a bunch of people who are uh, poor. It's the poor class. So what they do, here's how they do it, and this is classic Karl Marx, classic. They open the borders and, and actually dissolve the borders, and you have millions of workers come in. And those millions of workers are competing with American citizens for the jobs, and that lowers wages all across the board. And because it lowers wages all across the board, it creates more poor people. And when you create more poor people, that equals Marxism. Because Marxism, classic Marxism is, you have the very, very wealthy, the Elon Musk type wealthy, the Jeff Bezos type wealthy, those kind of people, and then you have dirt poor people. Look at Mexico. In fact, the, the, the president of Mexico is in our country two, two days ago and tells us that we need to be more like Mexico. Do you want to live like a peasant? Because that's the road we're on right now. We're on the road to peasantry in America. That's where we're headed. If the Democrats and Joe Biden are not stopped in November, you this time next year will be bringing home less. Your money will be worth less and less and less until you're a peasant. Furniture up 13.1%. Appliances up 6.5%. Bedroom furniture up 10.3%. Living room and kitchen furniture up 15%. Clocks, lamps, home decorating items up 8%. House plants up 6%. Dishes up 5%. Pots and pans up 10%. House and cleaning and other domestic services up 5%. Groceries up 11% on a whole. Electricity up 14%. You know that because you're getting your electric bill, aren't you? Household cleaning products up 12%. Paper towels and toilet paper up 10%. This is just under Joe Biden and the Democrats' regime. Nothing good in the inflation report either. There's nothing in here. Used car prices up 7.1%. New car prices are up 13%. Chicken prices are up 19% just for chicken. Forcing American workers to effectively take a pay cut. Real average hourly earnings are way down now. And higher prices are sapping the buying power of American households. The average American household is now, under Joe Biden and the Democrats, paying $500 extra Due to this inflation, due to the inflation numbers that came up. As a result, real hourly earnings fell 4% over the last 12 months. Employers seeking to make their ends meet have been cutting back on workers' hours, so actual inflation-adjusted weekly earnings fell 4.4%. The hit is even harder for working Americans as energy and food costs went up, groceries up 12%, gas up, gas up 60% under Joe Biden. And the Democrats have big ideas on how to deal with it. More tax hikes on businesses. And, of course, when you raise taxes on businesses, you're raising taxes on the American people because they pass those taxes on with an increased price. And then more federal spending, which, of course, throws more gasoline on inflation when you do more federal spending. Plus, more Green New Deal nonsense via the new version of the Build Back Better bill that they are now negotiating. And Biden's about to beg the Saudis to pump more oil so we can spend more money with the Saudis. And think about that. He's over there right now, and he's been trashing the American oil industry since he got into office. 
uh, yanked the legs out from underneath it, yanked financing out from underneath it, closed off several places so we couldn't drill in those places, shut down pipelines across America, made it harder for investors to invest in our oil, and then went after, verbally after, the mom-and-pop's gasoline stores all across America and just harassed and harangued them. And now he's going and kissing the ass of the Saudis, asking them, and I'm sure he took the the country's checkbook with him, asking and begging them to pump more so we'll have more here. Bottom line, President Dems and Congress refused to budge from the approach that got us into this mess. What got us here in the first place, they're doing more of. But he's over there right now, think about this, he's over there right now asking the Saudis to pump more so that we can have more oil, so that we can buy more from them. Wouldn't it be smarter if we pumped more and bought it from ourselves? I'm just tossing that one out there. Is anybody thinking about this? Anybody? Joe Biden is over in Saudi Arabia right now, and I'm sure, like I said, I'm sure he took the nation's checkbook, which means your money. He's going to do a little kissy-kissy-kissy with the, with the Saudis and give them a big old fat check, get them to start printing or, or pumping more oil so we can buy more oil from the Saudis. When, in fact, we could out-pump the Saudis with our reserves here. We could out-pump everybody on planet Earth with what we have here. In fact, it was our oil here in the United States that made us a rich, wealthy nation. And Joe has shut it down and cut it off. Hey, Vincent, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning to you. Yeah, Trey. Um, I just want to introduce a new term. Uh, It's my Trump savings. That's the money I was saving during that period of time that I'm being made to spend and they're getting into my pockets and they're taking that away. Uh, They are getting into your pocket with this inflation, Vincent, and I know it's not sexy talk, but it is real life here. And that's what I talk about on this show is real life. And they're getting into your pocket to the tune of $500 more a month, about uh, 5,500 to six grand a year more that you're having to pay. So that means about six grand less a year you have to spend on things you want to spend it on. And instead of fixing the problem, he's going to the Saudis and asking them to pump more so we can buy from them. Doesn't it make more sense for us to buy from ourselves, Vincent? Shouldn't we be buying oil from ourselves? It's just common sense. Common sense. It's simple. It's so simple that all this could only be on purpose. Oh, of course it is. Look, it's not complicated. And thank you, Vincent, for your call. It's not complicated at all. And, yes, it is on purpose. In order to uh, introduce neo-Marxism, you have to destroy the middle class and make them the peasants. And this is exactly what this group is doing right now. You heard me say it, and I'm going to keep saying it. The Democrats and Joe Biden are the biggest threat we have to the United States of America. They hate this country. They don't like you. They think you're a taco if you're brown. If you're an Asian, they, they call you a yellow. I mean, they're just horrible people, and they want the middle class in this country to go away. And they're doing it step by step, piece by piece, and by plan, by the way. But, you know, the American people are so dumb. Uh, got a new poll out from the Siena College Research Institute, and they have found that Democrats and Republicans are neck and neck for the November midterms. There's only two-point difference between the two. And uh, it it wasn't that way. The Republicans were way, way, way ahead for November, and the Democrats have closed the gap now. 210-599-5555. Well, if you say his name three times, he appears, and he did, and he wants the thing back on your face. You know who I'm talking about. More coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. You know, you don't have to stand every time I hear hail the chief wonder, where the hell is he? Took me a long while. <laughs> you think I'm joking? I'm not. Turn around and where? Where's the? Where's the president? Listen. Hey, Arthur and the Vandellas or Linda Ronstadt? Which is it for you, buddy? To listen to? Yeah, for this. I'm gonna go with the original. You like the original? I like better? the original. And why? It just seems to have more. I don't know. More thump to it. You know? Did you say thump? Yeah. Thump. It's got more thump. It's got more thump to it. I didn't know you were a thumper. Yeah. 
It's I learned something new about you every way day. back. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, when do, do you can you recall the first time you thumped? I can. <laughs> can you share it with us? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> but we really want to yeah, know. Well, you know, I'd... we really want to know. Well, we want all, all I know details. is I was there. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Yeah. Well, no, I know. <laughs> okay. I was going to talk about Fauci because you you say his name three times and he appears. He's Beetlejuice, you know. Yeah, Fauci, right. Fauci, Fauci, Fauci. <laughs> I'm here. He's just like Beetlejuice. Sounds like Beetlejuice. Uh, he wants you to put a mask back on. So he said, uh, "Okay, I want you to put a mask back on." Yeah, of course he does. Because the election's coming up. Yeah. Um, now, uh, Weird Al Yankovic is back in the news today. Um, did you hear the story about him and Alanis Morissette? This is this is a good one. I like this. Yeah, story. I did. It's really funny. Isn't actually. it a good story? Yeah, great stuff. So she saw out on the street a um, Alanis landscaping truck. So she takes a picture of it and puts it up on Twitter, and she captioned the shot. You ought to mow, <laughs> which, which is a takeoff, of course, on You Ought to Know, her song. And then she put a tweet up call, uh, with a laughing, crying emergency, uh, emoji and wrote, uh, and I'm here to remind you of the grass you left when you went away. <laughs> that was great. Hundreds of thousands of people picked up on it and loved it. And then uh, Weird Al Yankovic, he jumped in on it, and he commented, hey, stay in your lane. <laughs> that's my job. Take, taking popular songs to change. That's, my, that's what I do. Oh, Linda man. Carter, Wonder Woman from the 70s, she got in on it. She said, uh, here, here's how she changed a line in the song. It's not fair to deny me the shrubs and trees you would plant for me. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's having fun. Yeah, I like how he said, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. <laughs> it's my job. Right. I'll ruin the good songs. Thank you very much. Hey, TJ, you're on. What's up, man? Good morning, Trey. Your question earlier this morning, where do we go now? Yeah, what's, what next? law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Well, it ties in what you're talking about also is our democratic rules. Law enforcement nowadays is answerable to city hall. School district police answerable to the superintendent the people elect a sheriff there's the difference our chiefs and our heads of law enforcement agencies need to start being elected now they're answerable to the people not to the city hall here's your issue and and javier I, i worked with javier when i was on sapd great guy like him but if he doesn't do the job he's supposed to be doing we can change it that's now true. We take that, no, go ahead. We take, that to, we take that to the next level, and we start making the heads of our law enforcement agencies electable. Now, we know who runs City Hall in San Antonio, liberal progressives, and they control the police department because they control the chief. They decide who's the chief and who's not. We do not. Let's start changing that. Now let's make our law enforcement agencies answerable to the people directly, All right, and man. we can make the changes. All right. Thank you, TJ. I appreciate that very much. We'll put that in the mix, 210-599-5555. Where do we go from here? You've seen the video. You saw the police did not do what they were supposed to do in Uvalde, and, and yet you paid by having part of your rights taken away from you. Were you in Uvalde on that day? Of course not. But you are losing your rights. When the police didn't do what they were supposed to do, and a bad guy, bad guy did bad things. 210-599-5555. That's coming up. KTSA. Supply lines strong and allow our economy to grow. Imagine that they produced zero emissions. Well, you all imagined it. That's why we're here today. We are also announcing funding for, yes, one of my favorite topics, uh-huh. electric school buses. Because <laughs> the wheels on the bus go round and round. That's what the wheels do. Together, we are expanding access to transportation. Seems like maybe it's a small issue, but it's really a big issue. You need to get to go and need to be able to get where you need to go to do the work and then get home <laughs> she's worth a, a, a million bucks every day for us she really is because she she doesn't like that and and look 
Here's an interesting little tidbit that you're not going to hear from Richard Cantu on ABC. Gavin Newsom went to the White House yesterday for a series of meetings on issues like abortion, climate change, gun control, et cetera, et cetera. Gavin Newsom is the governor of California. He is going to be running for president in 2024. Gavin Newsom will be. But will he actually be in a position to be president or vice president prior to? I mean, why would Gavin Newsom be headed to the White House? for a series of meetings inside, deep inside the White House. Uh, my speculation is, and I've been around this a long time, my speculation is he's being read in on certain issues that he needs some some intel on. If he's going to be in a national leadership position, he's being read in on this stuff. You know, somebody like a Susan Rice would be there, or maybe a Barack Obama. Now, that'd be too obvious if Barack was there, but he's he's leading the charge behind the scenes. Oh, you know who he met with? You know who he was read in by? That's what they call it when they inform you about the stuff that they're doing. And, you know, this is our plan. This is our agenda. This is where we're going. And this is how you're going to get us there, big boy. Jill Biden. Jill. I said Jill, not Joe. Jill Biden is the one, the first lady, is the one who was meeting with Gavin Newsom to read him in on these issues. Jill is the gatekeeper for Joe. As you well know, Jill is always there to grab Joe's hand and yank him away from the media when he starts to say too much. Well, so now she's the one, obviously, who is the interlocutor between Susan Rice, Barack Obama, Valerie Jarrett, and the president. And Jill Biden was the one who was meeting with Gavin Newsom yesterday. And as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. You're so awesome, Jill. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Good morning. Uh, 210-599-5555. I am going to talk about the inflation thing here in a couple of minutes. We got a poll here that now says the Democrats have closed the gap on the Republicans for the midterm. This is from the Siena College Research Institute. And now saying... Republicans in the midterms were way out there, but now the Democrats have closed the gap, and they're within a couple of points of striking distance on the Republicans for control of Congress. Uh, I keep saying this over and over again. The Democrats, number one, are the biggest threat to our nation, but number two, do not uh, take it easy on the midterms. You can't. We can't afford to take it easy on the midterms. Every single patriot that believes in this country surviving as a constitutional free republic must go to the polls in november every one of us have to turn out i didn't say republicans i'm saying you got to vote against the democrat whoever the democrat is and you got to vote for the republican because that's the choice that we have in this country right now. That's the only choice we have in this country. I wish we had more. And over time, we'll be able to develop more. But the Democrats have to be kicked completely out of office. They have to be removed from office. Every single Democrat who is running with opposition has to be kicked out of office this time. <clears throat> they have to lose. And they have to lose big. And, and, and they're going to manipulate the polls. They're going to tell you all kinds of stuff to try to keep you from not going. Um, they're going to, uh, I, I believe, they're going to, to cheat with the mail-in ballots that a lot of these people who have come here illegally, uh, they're going to get ballots, and they're going to be able to do the whole uh, mail-in ballot thing. They're going to try to do it with the pandemic and try to scare people uh, to, to vote by mail. They're going to do all of those kinds of things. And so I want you to be aware of that and know what games they are playing because November will be here before you know it, and and you need to be talking to people as well, I believe. If you want to see this country survive as something other than a Marxist state, which is where the Democrats and Joe Biden are taking us right now is into Marxism. Um, the inflation numbers, he caused this inflation on purpose in order to make you poorer. And you are poorer today than you were this time last year. We all are. All of us are poorer today than we were this time last year. All of us are paying more for everything that we touch. 9.1% inflation. What that does is it takes about six to seven grand more out of your pocket and out of my pocket, out of all of our pockets. It's, it's coming out to about $500 more a month just for the necessities this year over last year. 
That's what we're all having to pay. And it was done by design. In order to introduce Marxism, you have to crash the middle class. It's classic Karl Marx. And so you have to have the, the peasants who are walking around with no shoes, and then you got the uber-wealthy, man, the really, really rich. And that's Marxism, and that's what they're creating here in the United States of America. Okay, so um, let's go back to the Uvalde tape for just a couple of seconds. Um, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Where do we and where should we go from here? I hope you've had a chance to at least see the condensed version you know maybe you didn't have a chance to watch all 87 minutes of that tape and i i wouldn't blame you if you didn't but maybe you've now seen the condensed version or maybe you've seen a version on television or something like that and you've seen that the police did not do what they were supposed to do that the police ran and hid while those children were being killed it's no wonder that they have not wanted to be transparent it's no wonder they've been trying to sweep this under the rug it's no wonder they've been trying to hush hush this because what we see on that video and we went through this all yesterday is absolutely infuriating so now what that leads to the next question so now what Thanks to John Cornyn and the Democrats, we've already lost some of our gun rights that we had nothing to do with this, but they're chipping away bit by bit at that huge cornerstone of Americanism called the Second Amendment. And pretty soon they keep chipping away at it. It's going to be a tiny pea-sized pebble. We've already paid by having some of our gun rights taken away from us, and they plan on taking more. So what do we do now? Where do we go as a society? Don's been covering the story over there about private schooling exploding because private schools have gates and locks and armed guards. Is that a direction we need to go? Let's talk about where we go from here after you've seen that video. Hey, Layla, good morning. You're on KTSA. Yeah, hi, Trey. Thank you for trying to make people think. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> I know. People don't want to. Uh, I, I have a question or two. Uh, this this 18-year-old <clears throat> who had, a, as I understand it, had a part-time job or at least a minimum wage job, how did he afford a brand-new pickup that he didn't even know how to drive and rode it off into a ditch? How did he afford a long, two long guns? Yeah. Um, as far as the pickup is concerned, I believe that pickup belonged to his grandparents. Am I right about that, Elaine? Yeah, I was pretty sure that I'd read that, that it belonged to his grandparents, and he took it from them. As far as the guns are concerned, at first I thought, you know, he's working part-time. He doesn't have any bills because he's living with his grandparents, and so maybe he just stored up enough money. But, you know, Layla, he'd have to store up a lot of money because that, that was not cheap. He had two of the AR-style rifles that are no different than any other rifle. It's just the way it looks, and then it's got the magazine at the bottom. That's the only difference between that and any other rifle. But the AR-style rifle that he had, and he had another one, and then all the magazines he had and whatever kind of armor he might have been wearing, that's pretty expensive stuff. So th th that that's, that's worth looking into. Uh, to my knowledge, nobody is looking into that. I've brought it up several times. I hope somebody does decide they're going to check into it. Well, I smell a great big government rat. Well, people have been saying that. And, you know, Layla, I, I, I just, <clears throat> I have to set up, I have to erect around my own mind certain things at times because I see so much information. I could go totally conspiratorial and go nuts here just thinking about this. So I have to say, to, to me, I have to say to myself, I, I find it really hard to believe, uh, you know, in some accounts that people would do that to children just to advance their political cause. Now, I do understand that there are people who are removed from from, you know, people and they're far away that they would that they would do it, but people are implicating the police in some sort of big government cover-up conspiracy and the police local police officers and I just I have a hard time in a, in in my own head going there if you know what I mean. Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> The way our government has been, I don't, I don't put anything past. No, them. no, no, no. I, I don't, please don't get me. Don't, don't, don't misunderstand. Uh, the people like in Washington and stuff, we know about Fast and Furious and all that. I, I believe that they can do some, some terrible things. But then they got to try to get local police officers to buy off on it and and not respond and react. And I just, man, I, can't, it's hard for me to go there in my head that local officers would do that. You know what I mean? Well, he got, he got. <laughs> money to to buy two long guns and those things aren't free 
And they're not cheap either. They're pretty expensive. Layla, I got to let you go. I, thank you very much for the call. Appreciate it. Call in again. Carlos, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning, sir. Yes, I have a question. I just heard that there was a police officer that saw him entering the school with a, a rifle, and supposedly he called his supervisor for permission to shoot. Why wouldn't he confront him and say, hey, drop the gun? Instead of, you know. Why didn't he shoot, shoot him? I mean, Why didn't he shoot well, him? He could have, I understand, but he could have said, hey, drop the gun, yeah. and then shoot him if he didn't drop the gun. I mean, well, yeah. it seemed pretty basic. He didn't do nothing other than, hey, can I shoot him? I mean,. Yep. I mean that that was that's just what I wish that, I wish he'd be interviewed and asked those questions. Yeah, that, they're not allowing any interviews of any of these guys, and hopefully they're going to be interviewed by the people, you know, the authorities up the chain. They're going to be able to. Thank you, Carlos. I appreciate it. But yeah, I'm, I've been very critical of the way they they just totally dropped the ball out outside, and he wasn't a long way away. Um, he he was definitely the, the the officer could have shot him from where he was, and uh, and did not. Because he says he didn't get a response back from his uh, from the guys up the chain. Well, let me tell you something. You don't ask any law enforcement guy that's worth two cents would tell you. You don't ask. There's a guy dressed in black with long black hair. You know the whole Klebold Harris look, and he's got a long gun and he's headed toward the door of a school. What What is your question? <laughs> you know, at that point, what is your question? Can I stop this guy? Is is that the question? Should I stop this guy from carrying that gun into the school? I mean, because like I said yesterday, he's not going into the school to deliver cake and, and ice cream to those kids. He's there to kill them. That's the only reason he would be walking into a school with a gun. You have to stop him no matter what it takes. And if it takes lethal force to stop him, you stop him. Okay. All right. So where do we go from here? You've seen the video. You know that the cops didn't do what they were supposed to do. You know where this situation is. What do we do now? 210-599-5555. It's time to look ahead and talk about, okay, all right, this is what needs to happen. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Arthritis Relief Centers of San Antonio. All about you and getting you back to a normal life or as much of a normal life as possible for you to have. Now, if you suffer from knee pain and you're hurting all the time, that's no fun. You know that. And it limits your mobility and what you can do. And uh, and then you're probably popping a bunch of insets, and that's no good for your stomach. You know, all those things that you deal with uh, when it comes to arthritis and knee pain. Well, you see our friends at Arthritis Relief Centers of San Antonio, they have a gel injection that they do that helps lubricate those joints in your knees, and that gets you back up moving around, and that gets you feeling better, and that gets rid of that pain. And with some folks, it's just instantaneous. Others, it takes a couple of treatments, but with some folks, I mean right away, bam, I feel so much better I can get out and do things that I love to do. And it's all because of this great technology from the Arthritis Relief Centers of San Antonio. And get a free no-obligation screening to see if you are a candidate for this. Arthritis Relief Centers of San Antonio. 210-944-4902. Sunny and hot with a slight chance of rain later on. And 101 for your high. It's 78 right now. KTSA. With Trey Ware. Let's go to your phone calls at 210-599-5555. We'll start on line one with Diana. Hi, Diana. Good morning. Hi, good morning, Trey. You know, I, I feel very sorry uh, in many ways for that initial officer who called and asked and didn't react right away. Think about what has happened to officers in this country, especially if, if you're a white officer and it's perhaps a Hispanic or, or a black person who wasn't, but they have been told not to shoot. They have been told, ask for permission. They basically are persecuted, tried for murder if they make the wrong decision. And there's not a lot of time to think out there. You got to go. I mean, I, I agree with you. Uh, if it would have been me, uh, my instinct would have been, say, drop it, shoot. You know, but you're you're not thinking that way. And we don't know if he's a rookie cop. We don't know if he's been on the force for 20 years, what training they've had or not had for this. So 
it, 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 I'm more concerned about them taking an hour inside to do anything. Yeah. But that initial call in, and then once he's inside, you have a totally different scenario going on. And perhaps when he did call in, they were saying, wait, you know, we're asking the commander. I don't know. The whole thing breaks my heart. Not just, I lost a child. And it's, it's never the same. You never quite get over it but on the other hand i feel badly for all of those officers have to live with the bad decisions they made and i don't want to see them crucified too they are living with horror i can't even imagine what they must well every day diane i i I understand your emotion and your feelings i I too you and i are in the same club i've lost two children and i can tell you that you're absolutely right you never get over it but when you're talking about the guy who was outside i i I was the same way you were and i was like well you know these guys they they have been through hell the officers have we have one in kim potter who is in prison right now because she made a mistake and she meant to pull her taser and she pulled her gun and they locked her up in prison uh many times Mm -hmm. officers are sued sometimes for just a really something as simple as a traffic stop an officer gets sued but that's not what happened here i don't you when you you know in a situation like that when you see a guy carrying a long gun into a school it's not and you choose not to to shoot or you ask for your supervisor or whatever you you don't it's not a matter of whether or not i'm going to get sued or whether or not i'm going to end up in in jail you see a guy mm-hmm. carrying a long gun into a school you know what that threat is and it's an imminent uh, threat of a murder that it's about to happen and all police officers know that so you know it was unambiguous it was a very clear cut and dry case and then once you get inside the officers clearly, if you if you didn't see it, I don't know. Did you did you see the video yourself? This one, this latest one from two days ago. I saw it and yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah. it's very clear they made choices that they were not going to uh, save the lives of those children. They they made a decision in their head that they were going to go hide around the corner. Uh, to preserve their own yeah. lives and that's not what officers do and and this is not about being tough on on all police this is just those guys i said that over and over again yesterday these, these are the ones that we're talking about specifically and the reason we have to to talk about it and the reason we have to be hard on it is so it never ever happens again they all should lose their jobs in my view and yeah. they and they all should have to deal with the consequences of their decisions just like you will today and i will as well yeah yeah, I agree with that part. All right, thank you, Diana. I appreciate your call. John, go right ahead. You're on. Yes, good morning, Trey. Good morning. You know, the, handling of the, the handling of the dissemination of information has been horrific. And where do we go from here? Well, the people of Uvalde have a responsibility. They need to go find their voter registration cards if they have one. If not, get one, get registered, and vote. And vote out that DA who's been holding this video up. You know, vote out the mayor if you feel like he has not stepped up. Vote out the police chief if you feel like he has not stepped up. And I just wonder, are any of them really going to do that? Because all politics start out at the local level, and that's where it needs to be starting. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. You're 100% right. John, you, you nailed it. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. The people of Uvalde need to make a change. They need to make uh, several changes, and they need, to make, they need to make them right away the very next election. There's no doubt in my mind about that. 210-599-5555. Inflation is way up, and it's costing you more every day, and it's by design. The Democrats and Joe Biden did this on purpose. I will explain coming up here, and I'll take more of your calls at 210-599-5555. Well, Lifestyles Unlimited is the real estate mentoring group to teach you how to invest in real estate so you can start making streams of passive income every single day of your life. At Lifestyles Unlimited, they are going to show you through FinancialFreedomLivestream.com, how to start investing in real estate. And real estate, well, it's not tied to the market up there. When you see the the numbers on Wall Street, and they were down yesterday, of course, because of the inflation numbers, when you see that kind of thing go on, you don't have to worry about it because you're in real estate. And people will always need real estate because they're always going to need a place to live. And at Lifestyles Unlimited, they show you, and this is not some teaser course to try to suck you in and get more money out of you. Nope. This is the full real deal. They do it over a weekend you can do it online or you can go see them in person and they're going to show you the ins and outs the right way and the wrong way to invest in real estate so you can start making money and by the way they have helped people retire in five years or less i've known people who've done it 
and I hope that you'll find out more about it by just logging on to financialfreedomlivestream.com, and your promo code is WARE, W-A-R-E, great savings when you use my name there, so feel free. It's financialfreedomlivestream.com, promo code WARE, W-A-R-E. And I know it's going to be... Trey Ware, KTSA, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555, the Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. It'll be off uh, starting tomorrow through next week. Going to take a little family time, hang around, see the family. And so uh, starting tomorrow and through next week, uh, uh, I'll be gone. But then uh, if they'll have me back after that, I'm going to come back and do some more of this. Hopefully we won't have to talk much longer about Uvalde, the shooting, the, the video, and, and everything that has that's around that. But we're going to do it as, as much as we need to and as long as we need to until there's some seriously um, – uh, some changes that are made that are effective that are going to make sense. For those kiddos, to protect those kiddos, I don't think there's anything more important that we can do as a community than find a way to protect all of our kids before they go back to school in September. We, we are very close. And we have to, and several callers said this yesterday, I've been saying it for years now, we as parents and grandparents, we have to be checking the schools. We are the ones that have to be calling in. We're the ones who have to talk to the superintendents. We're the ones who have to go to the school board meetings. We're the ones that have to show up. And we have to be there to make sure that our our kiddo schools are protected. And if they're not, do what Don's newscast has been talking about this morning. Pull your kids out and get them into a place where they're going to be safe. That's the first thing. Number one on the list is to make sure that they're safe, and then comes education after that. Because if they're not safe, the education means nothing. All right, Lee, you're on KTSA. I want to tell you what's on your mind, Lee. Morning, Trey. Remember the uh, uh, Parkland shooting there in Florida? They had some, you know, sheriffs that didn't go, you know, go inside the building. Weren't, uh, I don't remember what happened. Were they uh, charged with something or? Yeah, yeah, there was one uh, that did not go in, and yes, I believe he was. Uh, I don't know the final resolution of what happened there, but again, you're talking about a situation in Parkland where, you know, the whole system failed. They knew that kid. They knew what he was up to. They had had numerous contacts with that guy, the the shooter in that case, and yet they did absolutely nothing. And that's part of the frustrating part of all this as well. And, Lee, I, I appreciate your call. I don't want to leave that out. And all this discussion that we've been having about the police officers and what we saw that was so infuriating on that tape, uh, you know, all along the way there was interaction with this guy too. And people knew about this guy, and nothing ever happened along the way. And it should have. The only thing that has happened so far, I mean, you, you tell me if you, can, if you can pinpoint anything else that has changed since this happened. You and I lost some of our gun rights. That's the only thing that has changed after this. Can you think of another thing? I can't. I can't I can't come up with anything else that's different after this other than it was used politically to chip away. You see, the Second Amendment is this gigantic boulder in, in on which everything else sets. Without the Second Amendment, you will not have free speech. Without the Second Amendment, you will not have the freedom to practice your religion, whatever that religion might be. Without the Second Amendment, you don't, you, you don't retain the right to vote in a free and fair election. doesn't happen. The Second Amendment is the capstone, the cornerstone of everything that the Constitution does and is about. That's why it is the one that the Democrat Party and the Joe Bidens of the world go after. They always go after the Second Amendment because they know if they can collapse the Second Amendment, everything else falls down. Everything else is done, and then they're in ultimate control. They have ultimate power and control. If they can get rid of the Second Amendment, then they can get rid of all the others because the Second Amendment is which all the others rest on and set on. Get rid of it, bam, free speech can go away. Get rid of the Second Amendment, boom. Your right to practice your religion can go away. Get rid of the Second Amendment, boom. They can lock you up for not following their health rules. Because how are you going to fight back? You can't. And so they have created chaos in the streets, created by Democrats. This chaos in the streets of the crime so they can crack down on guns and gun rights in America. 
And they've been doing it bit by bit. You don't come in and just blow the rock up, and they know that because the American people would never stand for that. But, you know, take a little bit off. You know, it's not going to hurt anything, says John Cornyn, if an 18-year-old has to wait till he's 21 to buy a rifle. That's not going to hurt anything, says John Cornyn. See, we get, a, we get a Republican, we get a handful of Republicans to buy off on it. The next thing you know, hey, it's not that big of a deal. Republicans believe it, too. It's a bipartisan bill is what the president touted. So that's where we are. Meanwhile, we've got inflation here. The inflation numbers came out yesterday, and they were awful. They were worse than awful. 9.1% inflation in uh, in last month. So we're going to talk about that. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. And climate activists are active right now. And they're doing some pretty nutty stuff. I'll tell you about that as well. Coming up, Trey Ware, KTSA. All right, so i got to take a break here from the, uh, the Uvalde video stuff and all that. I want to I move on and talk a little bit about the inflation stuff. And I know, guys, I know that this can be really boring because you're talking numbers, and I'm not going to do that. I'm, uh, some, some guys like to get super deep and all that, and I've done that in my research, but I'm just going to keep it in common vernacular so we can talk about it on the radio. But if you want to sound off on anything at all concerning the news, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. So just to make this as quick and down and dirty as understandable, the inflation numbers came out yesterday, and they were horrific for the American people. Now, this is being done on purpose to create kind of a peasant class in, in the United States. It's to collapse the middle class, create a pe- peasant class for Marxism. Th- this is classic Marxism. If you've ever studied Karl Marx and, 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 and what they're all about, this is really, really clear what is being done. You open up the borders, you bring in a bunch of workers, you lower wages, that equals poorer people, and that equals Marxism. And the same thing is true when you raise the price of everything. And particularly when you do both at the same time. So when you raise the price of everything and you lower wages at the same time, you have more poor people. And that's exactly what this is all about. I had a friend post it on Facebook last night saying, all right, so the easy way to think about this, if you make a hundred grand a year, you're now worth about 50000 a year. If you make 50000 a year, it's now about 25000 a year. That's a good way of, of putting it and thinking about it. Your dollar goes uh, it doesn't go as far because you're having to everything else is so expensive let me just give you some some ideas here all right we saw a rate of nearly 17 percent in june a a an increase of nearly 17 percent in june and nearly all parts of the economy are buckling now under these prices that are going up price increases in the past year have gone up on groceries more than 12 percent more than 60% on gasoline, 60. More than 14% on electricity, more than 11% on new cars, and more than 34% on airline tickets. Now, the combination of growing home prices and mortgage rates, that's also pushed up the monthly mortgage on a new median price home. It's gone from about $1,100 a month to about two grand a month now. Now, this is the real-world stuff that we're talking about here. This is what you're paying and I'm paying just for the goods and services that we were buying before. It's about an additional $500 a month right now. And it's slowing down one key area, and that's wage growth. So real wages collapsed about 4% which means workers are falling obviously farther behind because your you 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 know your your real wages hourly wages are down about 4%. And when you look at Biden and you look at the Democrats, what are they doing? Well, they're pointing fingers, they're deflecting blame. It's Vladimir Putin, it's Putin is doing this and all that. Putin did not invade Costco. Okay? It's not Putin doing this. He even said in 2021 that uh, you know inflation was transitory and all that. It is not. We know that it's here to stay. He also came out with the $2 trillion American rescue plan that poured gasoline on a fire. Plane tickets are up over 34%. Men's suits are up 25%. Butter is up 22%. Health insurance is up 17%. Hot dogs are up 17%. Coffee is up 16%. Tires are up over 15%. And on and on and on and on and on the list goes. Furniture is way up. Groceries are way up. Everything is way up these days. Which means what you and I actually, what we have is, is a whole lot less. 
And if you got a raise, you actually lost money. Used car prices, they're up over 7%. New car prices are up 13%. Chicken is up 19%. So that gives you a view into what this inflation is doing to the average American family. In fact, the average American family is now falling behind $6,800 a year in wages. In other words, I'm not going to say you're bringing home less, but since you're spending so much, you have about seven grand. The average American family has about seven grand less a year because it's you know that seven grand is being eaten up by inflation, inflation that was designed and implemented on purpose by the people who are running this country, and that's what's really frustrating about this. They did it on purpose in order to collapse the middle class. And when you hear me say Joe Biden and the Democrats are the biggest threat we have to our country, this is another prime example and why in November it is so important that every person who loves this country and what this country is all about turns out and votes because you'll get more of this if they win in November. And, and if they win in November, they're really going to turn it on because they're going to figure that it's just over with and that they can and there's no opposition. You have to be the opposition. The Republicans in Congress are not their opposition. You have to be their opposition, and you have to stand up to them in November in a big way. Hey, Robert, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead, man. Thank you, sir. So one of the things I read is I can save my gas receipts. The taxes there go towards road improvements. We know the prices are up. We know the taxes are up. So save your receipts for when it's time to file. I'll start doing that. Wait, wait, hold on. You do what now? (laughs) You you save your gas receipts and you can take it off your taxes? I have researched it. I am not a tax professional. Yeah, so I don't make that disclaimer. I don't. Yeah, I, I, that's that's the first time I've ever heard that one. Where if you save your Have gas receipts, right? okay, all right. Uh, I don't think that's true, Robert. I, I think you better look into that a little bit further. I have not heard that at all. Uh, so I, you know, I know there are business expenses that can be done, but even that changed just a couple of years ago. The point is, my overarching point is a greater point than that, and that is we need to be, in November, we need to go to the ballot box, and we have got to make sure that Democrats lose and lose in a big way because you see what they've done. They purposefully, along with Joe Biden, don't put it all on him. He is representative of the Democrat Party. This is a, a move that they've all made together to bring about this chaos in our streets, the cost of everything going up, a border that is completely wide open, which means more workers here, which means lower wages for all of us here. It's exactly what they have done. Joe Biden and the Democrats have brought that to the United States of America, and we need to stop them in a big way. So climate activists, they're out doing all kinds of crazy stuff, as they always do. They uh, chain themselves together on the roadway where the Tour de France was going, trying to stop guys on bicycles. Didn't you always think they were in favor? They would like for all of us to get out of our cars and ride bicycles, right? I mean, come on, you guys. If you were serious about stopping something that creates some sort of emissions into the atmosphere, then uh, chain yourself together at the next NASCAR race and sit on the middle of the racetrack and let them deal with you. They also have this thing called the tire extinguishers where they're going all over the world now. They've been in uh, New York and Chicago and L.A., and they're coming to San Antonio, they say. And they're letting the air out of the tires of SUVs. Not because SUVs are big and they're gas hogs and they're putting emissions in the air. No, their website says uh, bigger and bigger cars are dominating our towns and our cities with the privileged few flaunting their wealth. What does that have to do with emissions? So they're letting the air out of the tires of SUVs because rich people drive SUVs. Oh, and also, <laughs> they're letting the air out of the tires of electronic vehicles as well, electric vehicles. All right, Warren Ryman coming up next, KTSA.